Rise up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nick at Night, where I believe in people, our humanity, and a brighter, more unified future, and that belief is what drives everything that I do here uh, on this podcast, and today, um, it uh, it falls right in line with that belief system uh, with my interview that I had last week with Brittany from uh, Black Leaves. Uh, Black Leaves is a fashion brand that is that has been created um, to really just push people to follow their dreams. Uh, that's really Brittany's thesis and you'll hear that from her. I'm really excited because we have some, uh, very interesting conversations, especially around this, uh, eclipse season, um, with a lot of different energy shifts and things like that going on. We talked about a few things that I think are going to bring a lot of value to you guys and, and hopefully help you have some sort of breakthrough, um, or maybe just a different perspective. Um, but Brittany has a lot of really, really uh, great things to say on this interview, and I'm excited for you guys to listen to um, what she has to say. And uh, it was just truly a pleasure to to talk with her because I could tell that um, when she tells me that she really does just want to inspire others to follow their dreams, uh, she means it. And and that is uh, getting a little more rare. Uh, there's a lot of people out there today who aren't as genuine um, as Brittany is, and I'm excited for all of you to listen to this podcast. Uh, and so without further ado, uh, here is the interview with Brittany from Black Leaves. Brittany, we got you on the line? Yes. Awesome. How are you doing? Good. Good morning to you, too. Yeah, good morning. Welcome to, uh, this is going to be episode 22 of Nick at Night. So thank you for, for being on. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me. I'm excited, excited. Good, good. So before we kind of jump into things, um, if you want to take just a few minutes, however long you feel you need, um, just kind of tell everyone who's listening, kind of, who you are, where you're from, where you're from, what you're about, uh, that sort of a thing. Um, Brittany Guyton, I'm from Akron, Ohio. Most people don't know where that is, but if you think of LeBron, you'll think of Akron. Um, I'm 26. I'm about dreams, mostly, and positivity. So those two things hand in hand. Awesome. So talk to me a little bit. Oh, sorry, continue. Uh, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. I was going to say, so talk to me about, like, the dreams. Like, I mean, that's the first thing that you say you're about. So kind of yes. talk me through that. Why is that such a, a big thing for you? When I was in fifth grade, I credit a lot into my fifth grade teacher. I don't know her name, but the first thing you did when you walked in class, she gave you this sheet. You would read the newspaper, so you would follow the weather and what's going on and, like, stocks and all of this stuff. So I got into it. She taught everyone in the class how to play chess. 
I don't know how to play checkers, but I know how to play chess. And I used to cheat <laughs> in chess, but I don't cheat anymore. And I knew in fifth grade I just wanted to have my own business. I didn't know what. Um, I was really good at basketball, and everyone thought I was just going to be like some big basketball star. I used to beat all the guys, and older people would pay me because I used to beat all the guys in basketball and like football oh, wow. and all this stuff. Yeah, and then after eighth grade, we won the city championship. We went 8-0. I don't even know how. We had, like, the starliest team possible. We had cheerleaders on the team of people who don't even play. And we was, like, beating everybody really, really bad. And we won. And then after that, I was like, well, I don't want to play basketball no more. I think everyone was kind of shocked and mad. Like, oh, we kind of thought. I'm like, nah. So I'm like all right, let's see what I'm going to do next. I went to college for a couple of years, and I just struggled. I knew I didn't – I just didn't want to do any of this. I just felt like I didn't want to work for nobody. I kind of wanted to do whatever it is. So my earlier 20s, I just kind of searched for myself, searched for my dream. I knew it was something. I just couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I have to have some purpose. What is this purpose? And so I'm like – just, I'm just so focused on the dream, and, like, everyone has a dream. So I'm like, okay, I'm trying to find my dream. I'm trying to find myself, and it was just very, very hard. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try school again, and it just it didn't work, but it gave me an idea to start a website. I went to Florida for a week for Christmas, and so it's my first time flying, my first time out of Ohio, and I'm, like, seeing all of this stuff. I really didn't do too much, but I'm seeing all of this stuff, and I'm like, okay, it's different. I go back to Akron, and I'm like, I skateboard, so I just spent all my time skateboarding in Florida, and I come back, and I'm like, where's the skateboard shop? And, like, where can I go skateboard? And this girl's like, go to Canton, and they have, like, a whole skate park. So I went there, and I'm like, okay, I found something different. So I'm like, I'm going to create an app or a website where people can find, like, where to go skate at skateboard parks. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. But I was like, I'm going to make money on this website. I was like, I'm going to sell clothes. So I got into that whole thing, and I really got into the clothes part. So I kind of put that on the back burner. And I was a home health day, and, like, all of my clients would let me go there and share, like, my story with them and my designs. And they would kind of let me just work on what I was doing because they kind of knew I was serious. And then I was like, this is kind of odd. I'm like, I'm talented at a lot of things, but I never put the effort towards it. So I'm like, put this effort towards it. And so um, I get a group of people and, like, everyone seems like they're down. We have good ideas. And then everyone's not doing anything. So I just said, I don't want to be a part of the group no more. I'm going to do something else. I started working on something else, but I'm not really putting that effort towards it. So I'm like, okay. What is it? So I'll go back to just struggling, like, really, really bad at this point in my life. So I'm like, okay, if I can get myself up out of this, if I can really focus and just sit down and think about it, I'm going to go back to the clothing line idea. And I went back and I just planned for, like, four months before I did anything else. I had got a new job. And before I went to work, after I went to work, all I did was just plan, plan, plan. And then, like, I just started, um, I was talking to one of somebody, and she was like, you know, don't think about 
stuff. Just get up and do it. And when people go to the gym in the morning, they just get up and they do it. Don't think about it. Just do whatever you have to do. I took that advice and I started putting effort towards it. And so it's like hard at the beginning, but a lot of my friends are supporting me and I'm seeing support. So I'm like, maybe I should just keep going. I don't even know why. I just kept going, kept going, kept going. So I'm like, this must really be it. But I was like, if I'm creating something, I don't want to create another clothing line. I'm not too into fashion. I know that's kind of weird, but I'm not really into mm-hmm. fashion. Because I'm like, okay, clothes are clothes. Like, people don't have food. So me wearing a ball with the clothes isn't too important. So I go back to dreams, and I'm like, okay, so let me use this to utilize that support for dreams. And it's just coming to me, and I'm a big person of faith and religion, so I'm praying to God, and I'm seeing all of this stuff. And I see these kids, and I throw it at the mall, and I'm, like, giving free drinks out to everybody. And so I see them around where I live at, and they're like, you, you work at the mall? I'm like, yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, asking me for money, and if I got it, I'm going to give it to you. And I just seen that as a message from God, like, okay, you got to – this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like, this is the dream you was looking for, and you was looking for it, but it wasn't coming towards you, so I'm going to give you this, and we'll see what you do with it. And so I'm just keep going, and there's ups and downs, ups and downs, times you want to quit, but I'm just talking myself into it, keep going, keep going, struggle some more, but still keep going. So I was like, I found my dream. It kind of found me, but I found my purpose in life. I believe is my purpose. So now I have to fulfill this purpose, and you're saying all these good things happen, and your focus, so you're like, this is, this is it. You're supposed to go and tell people about your dreams and inspire them to keep dreaming. Because I think people want to be rich and want to do all these things, but it's like, okay, how are you going to do that? Though you kind of have to have a plan, and the money's not going to fall out the sky, so you kind of have to have a plan. And um, I remember another clothing line from New Jersey, we're still good friends to this day, asked me some advice. And I'm like, man, I'm still new, and they're asking me for advice. And I was like, okay. That's yeah. kind of, so I'm like, okay, I took that as a sign. Someone actually asked me that yesterday, too. And I'm like, I'm not afraid. You know, some people, I don't want to tell my secrets. They kind of want to keep it to themselves so they can do their thing sure. and leave everybody behind. But I'm all about, I'm going to tell you how I did my thing because, I mean, it's important. I'm not going to stop you because maybe you really want to do this and everyone has their right. own reasons. So I'm not afraid to share my keys or whatever it is to success because, I mean, that would be selfish of me to not do that. So it, I kind of found my dream. I kind of found out who I was and I knew I could use this to grow as a person. I'm like, I'm not shy. I was shy when I was younger. I'm not so shy now, but I'm not like a real social person. But I'm not afraid to talk to people and have an honest conversation. So I just right. think that I can use this to grow as a person, to kind of get out my shell and just meet new people and actually, you know, this is me. I, I'm doing this and share my story. So games are definitely really important to me. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I, lo- I, I loved hearing, like, the actual full story because that's the part that, I, for me, it, it really fascinates me listening to people's stories of how did you get to where you are now? Because like it's that, like in there, I could hear like a few spots and times in your life where they were like what I would call a defining moment, something that was pivotal yeah. and completely changed the direction. Um, and I love what you said about the fact that you, you don't keep any of your secrets. Because I'm big on telling people everything that I'm doing. 
um, and like everything that's working. And when people ask me for advice or, or what would I do and things like that, because one, I mean, I just think that there's no need, like there's enough to go around for everybody. Yeah. So you might as well share the secrets. Um, but at the same time, part of me shares it because I know most people won't even do what I tell them. Okay. Like they won't even take I- the advice fully, you know? So it's like, I could give you the secret. Like, for example, um, this is fun. I guess I'm going to share it with you guys now and I'm going to share it with you. So coming up here pretty soon, my uh, podcast, it's going to start to be done video format and then converting it to audio as well. And that's so that's what, cool. yeah. And so that's one of my things. And I literally just shared it on anchor the other day, like last week telling basically the entire anchor world. Um, well, for those that are actually listening, <laughs> that is um, how I'm going to do it and why I think they should too. And the reason that I did it is one, because I think that it's a really great idea and I hope more people take advantage of it, but I'm also doing it partially because, I know most people won't take the extra time and effort to do it, which is just going to be that much more rewarding when it works really well for me. And I can be like, look, I gave you guys the blueprint months ago. I told you, you just didn't do it. That's true. Because someone asked me the other day when I think about advice, I'm like, I kind of really don't take advice from people that's around my same age because it's like, well, unless you're like, I don't know, unless you kind of have a little bit of something, unless it's good advice. I listen to everybody, but I'm not going to take everyone's advice. People that are usually older than me, I'm going to take that advice because, like, they know. Like, and maybe they're trying to help you avoid something that you don't know. So advice is kind of yeah. like, it's two perspectives to it. Like, most people won't listen, which is true, and they're not going to remember, oh, someone did tell me that. And then they're going to be like, okay, well, that worked for them, so now we try to hurry up and try to figure it out again. So I think there's two ways when people look at advice. They're either going to take it or they're not. Some people will take it, and they'll probably, like, include something of their own into it to make it theirs. So it's just like a two-way street, right. I feel like. Yeah, well, here's an interesting perspective on advice. So, like, for me, I take advice – from, I okay, here, this is kind of an interesting way of thinking about it. I only take advice that I give myself. And let me explain okay. what I mean by that. So, like, when, when people, well, it's not what you think. When people give me advice, when I hear it, I then, and same with you, everybody, and, I, I, and maybe some people think about it this way, um, but I haven't heard many people talk about it like this. But, like, when you get advice, you have to agree to that, Right. Like if you're actually going to take the advice, like you actually have to take it on as your own truth, as as you believe it to be true and good advice. So therefore, it's your advice at that point. Okay. So I think the key to I think the key to yeah. So I think the key to like determining advice to take from someone, whether or not they're younger or older. I mean, I've taken advice from people that are younger than me all the time. But it's because I've decided in my own head that, yeah, you know what? I believe that. I believe that to be true. And, yeah, all right, cool. I'll do that. You know, because then I take it and I make it my own, even though it's advice coming from somebody else. You have to be the one to even 
decide if you want that to be your truth or not. So, I mean, you could completely call bullshit on somebody's advice and not care at all. I do that all the time. <laughs> like I read something or I'll hear someone say something. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's just messed. Like, that's not right, but that's fine. You do you. If it works for you, it works for you. It will. I don't think it'll work for me. So I'm not going to do it. But my, right. the only advice that I take is advice that I give myself through adopting other people's viewpoints as my own truth as well. I like that. It's more like a commitment. Like a lot of people don't think can commit to a lot of things and you write about advice. Um, I think you're right about that. If there's something that it's going to be like more work to them that they think about, or it's going to, they're going to look at it like, man, that's just too much. I can't do that. They're not going to take that. They're like, they want something that's easy. Like, okay, Right. What's the easiest advice you could kind of give me? And it's like nothing is really easy in life. Like some people do, but I have my theory about those who kind of like just go through life a little bit. And my theory is kind of like, okay, I've been through like a whole bunch of stuff in my life, and somehow you make it through and you have your moments. I just call it growing pains. And you're still going and you're going to go, but it's like you can handle those moments. You're stronger than those people because some people, they wouldn't be, how can they handle it? They wouldn't be able to handle any of those things that you went through. through. I don't think that, not saying they're probably not, they probably are strong, but I just believe you're just a little bit stronger because you can handle it. You'll make the right decision eventually. You can get yourself out of it. You'll look back on it as like, okay, that was a point in my life that I needed to happen. Like, I needed that to happen in my mm-hmm. life. Who would have knew? Like, I needed that to happen, and you you turn grateful for it, and you're like, I'm thankful for that moment. It was hard, but I'm thankful because I made it through and I made something better. So that's just kind of like my theory on those. Like, those people are strong. Like, when you hear other people's story and what they've been through, you're kind of you're looking at yourself like, okay, my story was that bad in this life that sympathy part kind of kicks in. And I'm not, like, one of those. I can kind of see it in people's face. It's like, no, I don't want you to, like, I don't want that. Like, I'm not really looking for that sympathy. I'm just Mm -hmm. telling you, like, yeah, my life was hard, but there's someone that had it even worse. So I'm not going to too much complain about my life because I'm still here. And most people, I got a little bit of something and I'm surviving and, you know, I laugh some days, you know, there's all type of days that you have, but you're still here and you're still moving. So I just kind of have my theory on like the stronger people, people who can handle like certain situations versus people that's kind of like everything kind of seems so easy. And maybe it's not easy for them. Like you kind of don't know. I think I'm like a I contradict myself because you kind of look at things one way, but then I look at it like from a different point, like, okay, well, maybe something else. Like, I I don't know what's going on. Maybe they have something going on. So I can't fully say, oh, you're wrong about something or you're this type of person. I don't know. Like, I'm going to look at it both sides. I'm not just going to, you know, have that one side of mind. Well, you're, you're just being empathetic. Like, that's yeah. what I'm hearing is, like, you're just being empathetic to that other person's situation. And I, there's a huge lack of empathy in the world today, I think, um, definitely in, in light of 
recent events and I typically try and stay away from political things, but um, I just think that you're spot on. Like you just need to be empathetic to that other person and what they might be going through because here's the thing. And and this is what a lot of people don't realize is the shit that you're going through might seem really easy to me. And what I'm going through might be way harder or seem way harder or feel way harder for me than it is for you. Um, But the thing is, is that's all about your perception. Like what you're going through and what I'm going through is the same like as far as our perception goes. So I think that that just has a lot to do with it and just understanding that like your own um, perception is your own reality. And and that's how it is for everybody. And being empathetic to that um, is huge. And and you just have to be. And I think that that's incredibly, incredibly important. Plus, on the note of people going through hard times or people that have an easy life or whatever you want to call it. Like no one ever really wants to read a biography about someone who had it easy their entire life. You're right about like, that's that. Something You're that, right about like, that. Like there's, that's something that I think about from time to time, not very often. It's been a while, but um, I sometimes think about that. Like when you're going through a really tough time, just know that, there is a reward on the other side. No one ever wrote a biography about someone who had an easy life. You know what I mean? Like they just, it's, there's so much more to be learned through the struggle that you go through. Um, Because like you said, like you're obviously going through it for a reason. It's supposed to teach you something. And when you make it out on the other side, like you always do, um, typically that's when you can actually see the bigger picture of what was going on the whole time. Yes, that's, that's true. I I like that point. I never actually thought about it like that, but that actually, you're right. When you look for inspiration, I feel like you, you kind of look at other people. Cause I was watching like Conor McGregor. Like I know people are like, Oh Floyd, but I'm like, I know what it's going to be, but I like Conor McGregor because of his story. Like, I like his story was, like, inspiring me because it's like, man, he really... Are you thinking Mayweather's going to win? Yeah, but he's not going to knock him out. Like, it's not going to be what people think. It's going to be, he's going to win, it's going to be whatever. But at the end of the day, Conor McGregor, I respect him. He's doing something that he doesn't even do. He's learning it. I think he's just going along because it is what it is, but deep down, I kind of feel like he's just, he's a whole, he's, I like his story. I like that. I watched a little bit more how he envisioned, like, where he was going to be and, like, Mm -hmm. all he really thought about him. And everyone has that, like, vision. You send things out to the universe, you get good and all of these good things. And certain people, you kind of see it through certain people. I worked at McDonald's and this man came in and he's like, here's $10.00. Whoever comes through the line, use up this $10. He was like, I was in prison for like 12 years, and I got out, and I realized, you know what? He realized what he realized. He said, if I do good and put good in the world, I'm going to get it back. And I was like, he went there, and he learned something. I was like, most, and most of the people around, like, yeah, I get what he's saying, but I kind of took it a little bit deeper, like, he's right. Like, he went through whatever he went through, and he learned his lesson, like yeah. not really a lesson, but he learned something from it, and now he's trying to do good. It's not like you're making up for whatever you did, but 
you're just you you're being a better person. So now you kind of see things a little bit different. And I'm like, that can be like a trifecta thing. And it happened at my other job. It was like everybody in line was doing that. It was doing the exact same thing. And the manager was like, oh, well, it's getting complicated. And it's like, that's it. You want to see that. You want to see one person affect another person and affect another person in a good way. You kind of have to think of it as a little bit different. So now when I looked at that video, I'm just envisioning myself like, you know, that I can see what he's saying. Like, you know, being confident and saying, like, you know what, I'm already at this moment because, you never know. Then you'll you'll get to that moment. I'm one of those people that I read a lot, but I read a lot of, like, inspirational stuff. I read a lot of, like, things that have to do with life, like a lot of, like, Buddha books in a sense just because of, like, the peace like, and like the Like personal development type happiness. books? Yes. Like, I'm one of those because I, I feel like I learned from it, and it can – it just makes me, like, look at things a little bit different than – yeah than I was thinking before. So his story, certain so, people's story inspires me. So if you had a book that has dramatically changed the way that you think that you could give to the people listening right now as a recommendation, what book would that be? I would say The Secret is a good book. I didn't know it was like what people, like a huge book. I just, I went, actually I would say, uh, the fourth agreement. Uh, it was like recommended, um, and I kept reading like all of those, and I was getting into it. I was like, you know, it's kind of like religion, but you kind of look at it at a different like way. It's just kind of like how you know you're gonna be, you have to be confident in what you're doing, and you're kind of realizing right. like your own, like everyone's equal and the same. And you're just realizing, like, all these different things. And so I read all of them, and it just kind of, like, made me think about, like, things different, like, and just trying to find that inner peace. I feel like that's what I'm searching for. Like, everything on the outside is, like, so just bizarre and crazy, and I'm just trying to find, like, an inner peace inside myself, like, a happiness inside myself. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm searching. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just kind of looking for that. And maybe I have it and don't know it, but I'm just trying to find that inner peace inside myself that I can see and say, okay, I'm I'm okay. Like, I know all this stuff is whatever, but I'm still okay. I'm still me. I'm still believing what I believe in, and I'm still, you know, strong about what I believe in. So I'm just kind of, like, trying to find this inner peace. And so I'm reading all of these books, and I'm trying to kind of find – that way to find it, and it's like, I don't know, if I can read it inside a book, maybe I have to go deeper in myself and kind of be honest with myself, which is hard to do, yeah. but maybe once I do that, maybe I can find that inner peace and be okay with what so, happened in the past and happened in the future. Yeah, so, okay, let's let's stay on this for a little bit because this is actually a really interesting topic. Um, actually, one quick side note before we jump back into this. I think you're dead wrong. I think McGregor's going to win. Um, I think he's going to come and be that dark horse, even though he's been very vocal about it. I think that he is very, I think he's underestimated. I think he's going to win. Um, part of me thinks he's going to knock out. I think it's more so a hope because I want that to happen. Um, That's what it is. Anyways. Everyone wants it to happen. <laughs> I, I want it to happen, but I, I, I more so just really think that McGregor's going to win. I think I really do think he is, and I'm excited for it. But 
anyways, back to this inner peace thing, <laughs> uh, apart from fighting. <laughs> um, so y- you said it already and you keep skipping over it because you're unsure of yourself. That this inner peace, I guarantee you, actually not even, I mean, it is a guarantee, but I know it's already within you. You won't find it in a book. You won't find it from reading. It's in, it's something that you read or a book that you find may spark it, but you already have it within you. And, and, and this is for everybody. This isn't just for you. This is for everybody listening. Um, and, and this is me talking to myself just as much as I am you. Uh, but the, like inner peace, it literally is within you. And it always has been. The key for me is to be present. When you're focused on the present, still keeping an eye on the future, but the future is the present, if that makes sense. And if you can kind of follow that, because the future doesn't happen unless you do something right now. Um, yes. Because the future isn't here yet. Past is gone. Present is the only thing that's actually happening. Um, a friend of mine uh, his name is Joel. I'm working to get him on here. Our schedules just can't, can't, can't seem to match up. But he has a saying um, that he says all the time, and it's, now is always new. Because it is. Sure. Like, this present moment is always brand new. And you can change in an instant. You can decide to have that inner peace and it really is a decision. It's a decision that takes practice, um, but it's just a decision. Um, when you search for it, you are basically saying that it's outside of you, that, it, that it's something outside of you that has to kind of, um, what's the word I'm, that, I'm, that I'm looking for, impose itself onto you. Um, but the sheer name or word or two words of inner peace tells you that it's already inside you. It's not outside. It never has been. So I just want, I just felt the need to tell you all of that. Um, and for those that are listening too, cause who knows, there could be someone listening right now that's really struggling and really just wanting to find some inner peace. Um, and, and honestly it comes from, knowing that everything is happening perfectly for you, not to you. That's, that's, a, that's a big mindset shift um, that I had to go through is that the world and your life is not happening to you. It's happening for you and it's happening by you. And then be that's grateful. A that's a good way to think and, about it. Because that yeah. is a good way to think about it. Because we always think like these things are happening to us. Like, why this is happening? This keeps happening to me. Like, this just keeps happening to me. So that was kind of like my mind state. It was kind of like I always just. It was kind of like okay, you you're like okay. So you move out of your parents' house before you turn eighteen, and then you move with your sister, and then you just graduated from high school, and then you're like forced to kind of go to college, you don't, you kind of know you don't want to go, but it's like no one's kind of like giving you advice or you're just kind of like, I was just like say I was just thrown out to the wolves because you're like thrown into the world with 
no advice with nothing, and you're kind of supposed to, like, just learn all of this stuff on your own. Like, no one's – they're kind of, like, just doing the norm. So you graduate, you go to college, you do this, and, like, I, I should have – I always said I should have just quit after my first year. Like, I went into business. I didn't, like, study. I had, like, one semester I studied, and I got, like, straight C's. I don't even know why I studied that semester. Yeah. But – and it's, like – you like you have this freedom, but it's like okay, like I'm struggling. I don't have a job. Like most people get their first job when they're young. But okay, I got my first job at 18, and it's like it's a more personal job because you're a home health aide, so you're dealing with people on a more personal level. But it actually helped me grow. Like I have one client that I still talk to to this day. Like I still go and see. And I just think about them as, like, my my parents. Like, and even in a sense, my guardian angels. So I'm like, they kind of helped me through my whole 20s, like, giving me advice, telling mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, like, just being there for me. And it was like, okay, I'm just starting to kind of realize these things. And I just remember, like, one time, like, I quit my job last summer. I was like, I'm just going to sell clothes. And I'm, like, doing all of this math, but I did it wrong. So the numbers didn't come out right, and I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Like, what what am I really going to do right now? And it was like 11.30 at night, and she called me, like, what do you need? And that's the first thing she said. And I'm like, what? What's, what's she talking about? And they're like, whatever you need, you can come by tomorrow and get it. And I'm just thinking, like, this is God. Like, if I didn't know before, which I did, but I'm like, this is, they're supposed yeah. to be in my life. Like, these are the people that, like, help me. Like, I look at these people as my parents, in a sense, like, just because, like, I didn't have that connection with my parents. And when my niece was born, and I actually look at my niece and my sister, and I'm like, man, I kind of wish I had that, like, connection with my parents, like, and that love, and I'm seeing, and it's like, okay, I'm getting it. And, like, me being around my sister, her, her pregnancy, like, my niece was, like, really attached to me, and my sister's like, she heard your voice, and you were around it. I just kind of look at it like, okay, man, this is, she's here for me also. Like, it's my sister's child, but she's here for me also because she looks at me different, and I don't want to be, like, no failure. That's, like, one of the things in life that I was like, I can't be no failure. Like, whatever it is, I just kind of just couldn't do it. Like, I, I don't think I could handle that. Like, I can handle everything else, but that is just, like, something that's like, you're going to fail, but... Like, I just can't, like, I want to be something in life. I didn't want to not be anything. Like, I want to do something. Yeah. I want to be somebody, not only for myself, but for other people to look at. Like, so I do, I'm just kind of, like, going through this path and kind of learning myself. And I just honestly think, like, if I was truthful about everything that happened and once it, like, got out of me, I would be more happier, and I would find it, and I would be like, but it's kind of hard, like, to tell people certain things and what you've been through, because, I don't know, you kind of know they're going to judge you, but it's more not about them, it's kind of more about you, and it's kind of like hard just to be honest with yourself about what you've been through, because you might feel ashamed, or you have all of these, like, emotions that you feel. and, And that's exactly what it is. You got to, and that's, like, it's, I mean, that's, that's what it is right there. You, you being brutally honest with yourself and being okay with who you are and what you've been through, like what other people think about you. Um, and again, this isn't just for, for you. This is for all of you 
who are listening as well, but what other people think about you is none of your business. It isn't. None of it. It never has been and it never will be. It only matters how you view yourself because that's the part that, um, that's the part that really matters. Like you got to be able to look yourself in the mirror when it's just you and you and be happy with that person. And, and a lot of that stems from, and you said something a couple minutes ago that I, that's really important and gave a lot of insight into um, wh- where your head's at. And, and this is going to play into helping you find that inner peace sooner rather than later. And so I have a life coach. Um, her name is Danelle. Um, and one of the things that she says is quit shooting on yourself, which basically sounds like quit shitting on yourself. But when she says it, she means stop saying you should have done this or should do this or shouldn't do this. Like those are expectations that you're setting for yourself um, that aren't actually what you want to do. Because if you say you should have done it, you would have. Right. And so when you said that I should have just quit school after the first year, like I'm, I'm here saying without knowing the full like circumstances or story, um, I'm saying, no, you shouldn't have. You stayed in school for the perfect amount of time. Um, I'm one of those two that like, like I, I knew before I even applied to my first college that I wasn't meant for college, but I did it anyways because it's what my parents pushed me to do. It's because it's, that's what they wanted for me. And that's typically what it is, is I was living out what they wanted for me, not what I wanted. But if I didn't go to those two years of school, I wouldn't have made the connections that I did that put me on the path that I'm on now. Like my life would be radically different if I did not go to school. And so that, so, I mean, and I got, I failed classes. I did so bad if my parents, uh, ever listen to this that they don't even know <laughs> that I failed courses, but now they do like straight up like accounting statistics, some bullshit oh, online musical musical theory course failed them brutally and like not even like close, but I, and I just didn't give a fuck. Like that's the part when I, when I failed a course in college and I looked at it and people were like, oh my God, like, how can you, like, how are you okay with this? I'm like, easily, I'm easily okay yeah. with this. Like, <laughs> it's not that difficult for me to be all right failing a course when I know that for accounting, for example, I'm going to pay somebody to do my accounting to do it. <laughs> as long as I, as long as, yeah, like I'm going to pay someone who loves it to do it, loves the numbers. And that's that. As long as I have like a decent understanding of accounting and, and like what goes into it and like the basics, I'll learn yeah. more along the way, but I'll only learn when I feel like I need to. Um, but the, the bringing us back, the point of me saying that is like, accept the things that have happened and the decisions that you've made um, because they all taught you some sort of lesson. And, and if you, and that just goes along the lines of believing that everything is happening perfectly for you. Like you, you stayed in school for you. It didn't happen to you or the things that happened. It didn't happen to you. 
they all happened for you. Um, and, and this one, I can go into it if you'd like, and, and this might be just really interesting for everyone who's listening to listen to as well. Um, but, it, and, it, and this may not make sense, but you're responsible for everything that happened to you. Even the things that you might inside your head say, well, that wasn't my fault. I had no control over that. Yes, you did, is my argument, is you are the creator of everything that's happening to you ever. That's a that's a way to think about it. Cause, yeah, okay. I that's that's a way to think about it. I guess it's more just you're right about accepting accepting the truth. And I think we kinda have a hard time accepting the truth. So I knew that I know like, okay, so all of this is going on, but I wanna share my story. It's more to the story and you know, you wanna share your story. So I'm like, okay, so one day, you know, uh, I'm going to go and share my story, maybe one day even write a book about my story because I just feel like it can ex- inspire others. So I think me accepting it, it's like, you know, there's going to come a time where I'm like, okay, I accept anything. It is kind of what it was, and now, like, I'm on to something different, something completely different. But sometimes you kind of see people go back and – address people like my favorite movie is Anton Fisher and he went back and he addressed his mom with no hate no nothing and it kind of made him feel like made him feel better it was like okay I finally was able to let go of all this stuff and not understand like why I was acting this way like as he got older so I do believe that's true. Like, maybe I'll have to do that. Maybe I'll have to be honest. Kind of, you have to be honest with those people that hurt you. Like, if you can do it, but not a, like, hate, not yell at them, not just kind of be truthful to them. Because they kind of, they don't even know how you feel about it. They might think away, but they don't know how you honestly feel about it. And after that, you kind of, you're, you're, you don't really care. You're just like, I said what I had to say to you. Now you understand how I feel. It kind of we're on the same page a little bit, but I'm going to be happy and kind of move on with my life over this way. That doesn't mean I hate you. It's just that I'm choosing to kind of move my life over here and do things different, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it absolutely does. And and so on that note of, of moving and, and just moving into like a different direction and just being just being okay with it so that you're the direction that you're going in now is with your, with your fashion brand, black leaves and it's spelled yes. B L V C K L E E V S. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So like exp- explain that to me because one, that's a really unique and interesting name um, and I'm, and I'd love for you to kind of share the story of how that name came to be. But after that, if you, um, have a few words, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you have more than a few, just talking about like, what's the point of the brand? Because you said that you, like, uh, everyone has clothes, everybody yes. wears something. Um, mm-hmm. and that's secondary to like putting food on the table and stuff like that. So like, Explain to me, like, what's what's the purpose? Like, why did you actually start Black Leaves? That's a good question. Um, the spelling, it was Broken Leaves. Like, I decided, when I decided, I had, like, a long list of names, 
And, like, the name I had before for my other brand was Crew Now. I don't know. It just popped in my head. And I'm asking this lady. I think she actually gave me that name. She's like, no, you should. And I'm like, yeah. So I still kind of use that in the black leaves. But it was broken leaves. And so I'm like, I'm just kind of thinking and thinking. And I'm thinking about this book I read. It's called The Cosmos. Like, And so, like, I'm reading, like, these books that's on this other person's, like, recommendation list. And so I find this book, and I'm reading it. And it's like, I didn't, it's like a science book, but it has life in it, and I'm reading it. I'm like, I can get something out of it. And I wrote, like, all of those books, I wrote something down. And I wrote it down, and I looked at the definition of the black hole, and there was, like, so much light trapped underneath, and you just can't see it. But if you was to, like, fall into a black hole, like, things stop and, like, all of these different things about it. So I said, okay, black. Instead of broken leaves, I'm going to do black. And I'm going to spell it. I was like, all right, I'm going to spell it L-E-E-V-S. But I hope they they know that it says that. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm just kind of looking at myself like, okay, it's me. They're going to be surprised. I'm like, this is going to be, like, the most surprising thing when people actually meet me. It's like, okay, you? I went to one of my friend's fashion pop-up shows last Friday and he's like, I didn't know who it was going to be. And so everyone kind of sees me, and they're looking. I can kind of see the, like, surprise look on their face. Like, but when I'm talking to you and I'm telling you about it, and he's like, you know what? I see truth in your brand. And I was like, okay, what's what's the truth in it? So I'm talking to him, and I'm guessing he's seeing something that I don't see, but he's looking at it from a different perspective. And I'm like, truth, okay that's a little bit different, and it's like, okay, it makes me kind of think, like, what is the truth about it? Like, I I guess because I'm honest, and I guess you can kind of tell I'm genuinely honest about Black Leaves. And so I said, I'm going to stick with the name, and, like, I'm telling people, and they're like, yeah, I like that name. It's different. And when I was thinking about it, I wrote down, I still have the sticky note. I was like, I'm telling a story. Like, we're going to create something where we – it's not really graphic art. We're not going to draw up something crazy because I can't draw. So I'm just thinking of, like, positive messages or mystery to it, something, like, hidden inside it. I read the book Contagious, and I kind of figured out a lot of stuff out of that book. And so I'm like, well, okay, the mystery. I said, there's some mystery into it just by certain names of the collections or how things are actually set out for seasons and I said I want to tell a story but you're the story you're not really seeing in words it's not a book you're seeing like snippets of this story that has yet to be finished yet so I said okay I want to create something where I can inspire people just by the just by a simple dream like this is my dream so I thank you for supporting my dream now how can I support your dreams. How how can I find people that live in your city that may not know that you're doing whatever to go out and support you? If you're having an art show, you might not know. You just go out and support it and check it out. You might find something there that you like or you might find some inspiration or you might find your dream through another person's mm-hmm. dream. So I was like, okay, I got deeper in it. Like, I'm going to tell a story that hasn't been told yet. This is my story, but this is everybody's story of dreams. So I want the purpose to be, I found my purpose. I was kind of looking for some type of purpose 
in life. Like, I knew I always wanted to be successful. You kind of don't know what it is yet. And when you find it and it's not something you expect, I didn't expect it to be fashion. Like, I'm not really too kind on brands. And so when I decided on Black Leaves, I was like, I don't want no logo. I don't want any of those things associated where people know that it's it's like some type of brand. I want people to look at it more as a lifestyle and more as like that mystery of who who is that? Who is this person that's making these clothes? What is these sayings on it? What does that mean? And because a lot of a lot of things I would ask people, they're like, okay, what does that mean? I'm like, well, I have mm-hmm. this thing, no name. I have this hoodie, and then it's going to be our next collection. Everyone's like, yo, I like that, but what does it mean? I'm like, the name isn't important. Like, the person is more important than the name. The name Black Leaves is cool, but that's not, it's just no name. I don't have a name. I am who I am without being associated with a name or some brand name or something like that. So I just kind of wanted to tell a story of a person who had a dream and that executed that dream to help other people's dreams. Because I get inspired a lot by people and kids. You get inspired by anything. So I kind of wanted to Mm -hmm. make something where I can give that back a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of the message and the story behind it. Yeah, no, I I love it. And so let me just kind of get this straight because I can I can already feel the people that are that are going to be listening to this and how they may not fully understand what you're doing here. So basically what I'm hearing is you've created this brand Black Leaves to um inspire others to follow their dreams, which that part's that part's obvious. I think the part that may not be so obvious is like you, like personally, as Brittany, like you want to be real low key about who you are behind the brand. Yes, I don't want to like the brand is the brand. I'm separate from it, but I'm using it a little bit as my own personal because it kind of is more personally. I told my friend, he's like, I'm doing this by myself. And I'm like, yo, I'm doing this by myself. I'm like, we kind of have a lot in common what's going on. So I'm like, it's more personal because it's us. It's our designs. It's kind of us putting ourselves out there for people to like it or not like it. So it's more of a personal thing than when you have a group and you come to a decision and you take yourself out of it because you're a group. So when I'm thinking of me, I'm kind of like, okay, well, this is me, but I want to not just think of me. I want to think of other people. So I would just put a lot of different designs out there and kind of see how people reacted. And I will actually, I'll say, okay, if you like this shirt or whatever, I'm going to make this shirt. We're going to shoot this photo shoot and we're going to kind of bring it to life. And every collection is going to have a meaning and everything's going to be more about you guys than it is about just me. I'm just a low-key person in, like, life, period, just because I'm yeah. kind of like, I'm just like a ghost just floating around town, not really worried about being seen or anything like that. I think there's other things that's more important, but that's just me. So the brand is kind of like there's nothing, you don't know who it is. kind And that's kind of the mystery. And I think when people see me, just me being a female, I think they get a bit, a little bit shocked. I remember someone asking me, like, well, why, though? Like, why are you doing, like, men's fashion? I'm like, no, I don't look at it as gender is what I'm doing because it's more about, it's more than the clothes. Like, I have an agenda 
I don't want to create that separate from the clothes. The clothes are going to be the clothes. You like them, you like them, you don't, you don't. But the story is more important. The lifestyle that I'm trying to get across is way more important than the clothes, I feel like. Yeah. That's kind of the two sides to Black Bees. Yeah. So you mentioned how, like, this, so, like, clothing, you didn't expect that to be your direction at all, right? And so I think that there's a lot of people that are listening, myself included, because this is another thing that I'm actually, I'm like halfway, I I get this butterfly feeling like in my heart when I'm really onto something. And I'm super curious about this, like, because for me, podcasting, no fucking clue. I'd love it. Like, no idea. (laughs) Like, like, I literally never, ever thought that I would end up podcasting. Um, but here we are and it's the fucking best. Like, I seriously love doing this. And so like, and so for you, when you realized that clothing is where you were going to be and like, that was like your direction, like what, what was the like aha moment that you had or what was the feeling or what happened that you just knew or was it really just that simple? Was it just like a knowing, like when you came across it, that this was it? No, when I first tried, I really got into it. Like, I was going to work, and they would let me, like, plan everything, and they would kind of just let me do it. I would do all my work for them, and they're like, you know, you can do it. And where is this working? Where are you working? I was doing home health days. So I would go to, like, three clients or the clients I had, and they would kind of, like, give me advice, and they was, like, into it as much as I was into it. I'm like, okay. And then when it didn't work out the first time, I was like, I moved on to something else, and I was like, wrote all this stuff down. I kept all of this stuff because crazy because now I can actually use all of this stuff. It actually came in hand a little bit. And so the second time, I don't know, I was I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, I still want to do this clothes thing. It really, out of all of the things, like basketball was just kind of like basketball. Like I'm not like I was into it, but then I grew out of it, and I didn't want to do it no more. And I kind of don't do anything I really, really, truly don't want to do. And I, everyone's kind of, that's what they see for me. But I, I know I really didn't see it for myself. I was like, nah, I don't really see myself being a professional or anything like that. You kind of would have thought I put a lot of work into it. But I was like, nah, this is, I'm not having fun anymore. This isn't fun. So I think mm-hmm. the moment is when I actually was executed. Like I never executed what I really wanted, what I wanted to do at that moment, but I thought mm. it was. So Interesting. me executing, it was like, no, you're actually doing this. You're not really thinking about it. You're still doing this. You have your moments and you're finding ways to handle the ups and downs. And like, I love every aspect of it. Like this is something I want to do every day. So I'm at my job thinking like, oh, my gosh, I just want to do this. I want to give so much to it. Yeah. This is all I want to do. This is all I'm thinking about. So I love, even if you don't like the design, I'm okay with that. Just kind of you're honest with me. So the, from me right. starting a design to putting it on a shirt to doing a photo shoot to getting the pictures back, every aspect of it, I love it. I'm like, I'm doing this still. So when you realize, like, yo, I'm actually – doing it is kind of you realize like oh man this is something great because all these other things I wasn't executing and that's the hardest part of a dream is to execute it but my advice would be just do it don't even think about it just plan it out 
and cross off whatever it is. This can be little things, but those little things add up. Just plan it, yeah. do it, and life kind of does get in the way of dreams because, you know, you might have a family, you got to go to work, you got to do this, that, but you got to find that time. If you're willing to find that time and dedication, even if it's after work and you're tired and you only can do so much, try to do something every day. That was someone gave me that advice, like just do something every day, and it, it can be the smallest yep. thing. And so I started to do a little it, bit every day, every day, and it was just like, here I am now. Still small, but, yeah. like, I'm just excited well, about all of the, like, good things that are happening. Yeah, well, you're in the, you're in the flow. That's what I would call it. When you said that you it would just happen and you wouldn't even need to think about it, I call that the flow. Like, when I'm on, a, like, basically right now, when you and I are having this conversation, and, and most of my interviews so far have been this way, which is the really fun part, I don't need to, I, I mean, granted, yes, I'm thinking, but at the same time, I'm not. Like, it's just happening, and I'm coming up with these questions, and, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I've, I've practiced the skill of listening, and so it's easy for me to be super in, like, attentive um, like to what you're saying and, and then again to what you're not saying. Um, and, and so you said a couple of really important things, just saying like it was effortless. It was the, it was the executing. Cause I think that that's, that's the key that most people miss is they think that if, when they find the thing that they love, that it's just going to like, you can just like snap your fingers and it's going to happen. It doesn't yeah. work like that. Like you have to actually do something and, and and to your point of doing something every day, like, and, and I'm sure you can probably relate, like doing like the things that you do every day for black leaves. Is it maybe the first time when you've really started to actually appreciate and enjoy the process? I think now is, I think now I'm at that point of, that like appreciation but I feel it I have like this feeling like I've kind of had the feeling but don't really I don't too much get that like feeling like I ain't even gonna lie when I watched the Cavs win the championship I actually got a deep feeling in my gut like they're about to freaking win and like I'm hoping I get that feeling for myself as in Black Leaves and I'm like I'm feeling it I haven't got to that deep deep pit feeling but I'm feeling it. Yeah. It's getting closer. I feel the energy. Like, I'm feeling all of these things around me, and, like, it's kind of like I'm in, like, a whole different world, and my mind is kind of switching, and I'm okay with the switch, and, like, okay, things are actually working out, and you kind of look up, and you're like, someone said, you you build a house, you start the foundation, but if you just build brick by brick by brick and you never look up, and once you look up, you realize you have a whole house, you finish the whole house. You might not have known how far in that process you was, but you look up and there's the whole house you built. Right. So I'm kind of in that moment of just like, yeah, and like I'm happy, like I'm super excited. This is something that I love. Like I finally found a little bit of me, but I found, like, my purpose because I was just all about, like, there's, there has to be a purpose in life. Like, every, some people find it and some people don't, but I'm a strong believer. We're all here for something, like, something. And when I got to kind of 100%. thinking about certain people's purposes, and I'm like, even though they might have had to die for their purpose to be, that's kind of what it, it is like. And I know it's a weird way to think about it, but 
it's kind of no, how I get it. it meant to happen like that purpose. So I'm finally happy. I'm finally seeing things work out for me. Like after just struggling and going through so much and you finally are happy and you see things working out and you love what you're doing and it is effortless and you're so excited. All you want to do is tell people and people are excited for you. It gives you that boost of energy, that confidence, like, and you go and get inspired by other people and you're like, man, okay, I need to be doing this, but I'm still doing me. Like I went to my friend's show and I'm like, he's telling me all these things and I'm looking around. I'm like, and I told him, I thanked him. I said, thank you because you gave me, like, you, I actually see him what I want to do. Like, you gave me that, like, and I appreciate you. And he's like, no, nah, I appreciate you. And I meant when I told you that you're going to go somewhere, I meant that. I'm like, thank you, because I honestly believe he meant that. And, like, yeah. we're just having this deep conversation. This is someone that lives in my city that I didn't know. And I took your advice, and taking your advice was, like, the best thing that has happened because I'm, like, finding all these new things and, like and, and, and what was first. that advice? What was it's that advice to, that way the people that are listening? It's to look around your city, look around where you're at and, and find those people. You never really know. Just find those people. Like look around, take a minute to actually look around and realize what's going on because you might miss some people, you might miss some things. And he had a nice turnout of his event. So as, as I'm doing this and connecting with people from Akron, I'm, I'm seeing these results like – this is good advice. Like, this is making sense. I've met this person. We talked about these things, and I went out on a limb, and it was, like, the best thing that happened for me, just going out, taking that advice, and it actually worked for me. And so, like, he kind of denied what I was saying at first, like, oh, I'm trying to do this, but I said, I'm going to just keep going on with the conversation. And he's like, yo, I have a show. And I'm like, I think it's at four, and it's at six, so I'm going. I'm nervous. I'm like, I'm not a real social person, but I see some people there, and I go up to him, and he's like, you look like you're looking for something. I'm like, no, I'm the owner of Black Leaves. He's like, oh, for real, that's cool. Like, I didn't really know what to expect. And I'm like, I get it. And so, like, he's showing me around, and he's introducing me to people that have their own brand or is doing certain things. And I meet a photographer, and I show him. Yeah, I show him some pictures. He's like, nah, he's like, yo, this is you. I'm like, yeah, he's like, oh, this is dope, like, and I'm talking to him. He's like, I've seen you somewhere. I'm like, no, just be around and passing. And he's like, okay. He's like, you know what? Stick with what you're doing and stick with your photographer. And I was like, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. And so we get, we have like a more like personal conversation about certain things. And he's telling me these things. And I was like, I admire your business. I was like, that's the one thing I get about you. You're genuine. You love what you're doing. You have a plan. But you're kind of thinking about the business part. Like, I I think I have a little bit of a business mind. Like, I'm fascinated. So I'm like, other people are not really focused on the business part. And I was like, to find someone right. that where you live at, you can get advice from and that likes what you're doing, you like what they're doing, and you're going to do something amazing for the city together, it kind of gives you that energy. And I left it on a high note. Everyone's like, yo, I'm inspired. And my friend's like, you're supposed to be inspired. I'm like, this is, like, amazing. And then the other event that I was supposed to do that same day, all of those people who left there went to that event. And I was like, now I'm kicking myself, like, oh, I wish I could have done it, but it was just really nothing I could do about it sure. to actually do it. So I'm like, okay, I accept yeah. that. But I was like, I made this decision to come here, and I'm glad I stepped out of my comfort zone, my box, took this advice and did this, because now – 
I'm once again, like, freshly inspired, but I'm still sticking to my plan, but I'm seeing something that is actually real that I can, I want to see myself doing. So I thank him for that, just giving me that, like, I appreciate that. He's like, oh, I'm still new learning. I'm like, yeah, we're learning together, and we understand each other. Like, we understand right. certain things. And I'm like, this is, like, amazing. So now I'm just on this high of everything that's happening, like, next month is a big month for us. So I'm like, you know what? This is actually working out. This actually might happen. Like, you know, you think, like, it's going to happen, but when you're, like, really sure, sure, like, this is going to happen, it's just an amazing yeah. feeling that I want everyone to feel when they get to that point in their dream and that process. I feel like dreaming is, like, three processes. The, you have to believe it, and then you have to believe in a process, and then when you get to that that mark, you kind of have to keep going, and it's, like, the third, that's, like, the mark, like, okay, I finally got here, but you have to keep going. People get there, and they're like, well, what do I do now? They feel like they have to do something different. It's like, nope, just stick with your plan, stick with what you believe in, because the whole process from you believing to it actually happening got you there. So it's going to keep you going if you kind of stick with that and not try to do anything else. Like that you know, it's out of your comfort zone, and you kind of know that's not going to work for you. So that's kind of what I want to share. I want people to get that feeling, because it's like an amazing feeling, like, to accomplish mm-hmm. something is, like, amazing because it's, like, I actually did something. Like, I did it. It was hard. It was, you know, there's a lot of moments in it, but I actually created something and I did it. And now I'm looking back on it like, this is this is crazy, but this is, like, the most, like, happy I think I've ever been in my life, and I'm content. And I'm still learning. That's amazing. And I'm enjoying all of these moments, and I want to see other people enjoy that moment, get that look of happiness, scream up and down, like, I did something. Yeah. And I did that at work the other day, like, I'm, like, so worried about, like, where am I going to get this money to do this fashion show? And the guy's like, no, you're free. It's under us. And, like, in the middle of my work, I just jumped up and down, like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I'm stressing about it. That's awesome. I'm like, I'm not going to have, yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to have any money, but I really, really want to do it. And I'm telling him, like, yo, I really want to do it. I hope he understand, like, how serious I am about it. And I was like, I was like, man, this is crazy because now it just gives me a little bit more free reign. And I'm like, seeing that, I'm like, okay, things are happening. I believe God is telling me, like, certain things. And I need to, like, follow these things and kind of keep doing what I'm doing. Like, so I'm like, this is just like amazing. It's working out for me. And I want people to feel that feeling. Like, what do you want to do? Like there's all kinds of sorts of things people want to do. And life does get in the way of your dream, but you kind of have to manage it. Like people tell you, okay, well don't like lose your life a little bit trying to follow your dream. Like you don't want to like, spend all your money. I mean, you're going to sacrifice, but I sacrificed, but I knew I took care of my responsibility first. Now, if I don't have anything left after I've done what I've done and I'm happy about that, then I'm happy about that. I'll be happy having no money, but I still got this. I got stuff coming in. I'm still able to do all these things. I'm still happy. You know, I can go and create fun. I can do whatever I need to do. But just seeing that just kind of made me realize, like, yo, this is really, this is working out for you. Like, all you really had to do is believe in yourself. That's it. You believe in yourself, then you can do it. And my friend told me, he's like, you believe in yourself. So 
if you believe in yourself, you're going to do it, and you're going to make other people believe in you. But it's going to be a genuine they believe in you. And I'm feeling like it more genuine that, yo, people believe in me. And I think for anybody, that's a good feeling. Like, you, it gives you confidence. Like, you feel a way, you have a different air about you when other people believe in you and not just yourself. You're like, okay, maybe I can keep going. Because just that support can keep that person going, like, to make them say, you know what, I can do it. They did it, so I can do it. So that's kind of what I wanted to bring to this world a little bit is just that support because support is free. Support is easy. Like, it's just easy to do. Yeah, and I think that that's a perfect, perfect place for us to leave off saying exactly what you want to bring. Um, But before we do kind of end things, I wanted to, one, just say thank you so much for being on. Um, I've loved hearing your story and, and the conversation that we've had. So thank you, first of all, for uh, just taking the time out of your day and uh, coming on to the show. I want to thank you for having me and for getting back to me and the advice. I really, truly, truly appreciate it because it just kind of changed everything for me and it made me kind of look around. And it kind of made me want to say, I always wanted to move out of Akron, but now I'm like, I don't want to move out of Akron. There's a lot of people that are creative here. I want to stay here and help my community. I want to stay here and help these people. I don't want to go nowhere. I'm I'm okay with being here. I love being here. So it just kind of you shifted yeah. my mind a little bit, my perspective, and I appreciated it because it's something that I felt like I needed and no one was kind of telling me and <laughs> I figured it out. And I, I just I thank you for it. Like you're not even from Akron, nowhere near, but it made sense to me, and it's just working out very, very good, good. for me. So I appreciate that. Good. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I could help out. Um, and so, for the people that are that are listening, um, when does your clothing? When does Black Leaves your next line? When does that actually drop, and where can they find it? I'm gonna say September twentieth. Um, okay. It's going to be available. I'm going to schedule it to be available at 12 p.m. on blackleaves.com, B-L-V-C-K-L-E-E-V-S.com. It's going to be under the fashion part of it. You can go and explore the site. We have different things on there, inspiration. We're kind of giving that lifestyle vibe. So it's going to be available September 20th on blackleaves.com. Everything's going to be reasonable. It's limited sizes, though. Everything's limited. So it's kind of like a first come, first serve. But I guarantee you everything going there is a one-on-one. We're not making it no more. It's truly yours. It's going to be the no-name collection. We're not defined by no name, no symbols, no none of that. So we're just no name. So it's going to be the next collection that you can get. And lastly, uh, where can they find you and Black Leaves on social media yes we do have a twitter (laughs) we do have a twitter um our twitter will give you updates about when stuff are going on the site and just kind of give you updates about where we're at so it is i want to say it's black leaves b-l-b-c-k-l-e-e-b-s you'll find us there instagram uh black underscore leaves underscore apparel we are instagrams where we post all of our photos where 
you kind of can see our process of where we started at and where we're at now. And someone told me that they've seen that, and it was amazing. I thank them for that. So you can see that awesome. process of where we're at and where we're going. We do do a lot of inspirational things on there. It's not just like pictures and clothes and all that. We give you little secret hidden messages, so you can check us out on Instagram, black underscore leaves underscore apparels, and we are on Instagram. Perfect. Well, Brittany, again, one last time, thank you so much for coming on, and I wish you nothing but success, and I'm excited to uh, see the clothing when it drops on September 20th. I'm excited, too. I'm excited for everyone to see it. It's something different. We're adding some different things into it, but get ready. It's the fall. The fall is kind of like our kind of defining moment, so we're coming back stronger. We're coming back better, and I just appreciate everyone that's ever bought anything from me, that's ever liked anything from me. I really do appreciate it. It means the world to me, and I want to give that back to the world. So if you have a dream or whatever you're doing, just keep keep going. Just believe in yourself. Believe in what you're doing. You're going to see success, I guarantee you. Awesome. Well, Brittany, thank you again, and uh, we'll definitely be keeping in touch and uh, yes. open invitation, if you ever need help or advice or just a second perspective, feel free to reach out. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Well, you take care, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. I work to find the funny things up in my life, so I hustle. I work to find the funny things up in my life, so I hustle. I work to find the find the things up in my life, so I hustle. Mm. I work to find the find the things up in my life, so I hustle.